I was wondering why the tennis ball kept getting bigger and bigger. Then it hit me. Welcome to the Poultry Homestead Podcast, everybody. I'm sure glad you're here. Holy buckets! You want to talk about homestead overhaul? I'm not talking about homesteading in my overhauls. I'm talking about a homestead overhaul. Big difference. But I wouldn't mind homesteading in overhauls, but I kind of like wearing shorts in the summer. So overhauls might be a little bit whatever. But you know, I mean, you could take like, like, like dramatic pictures of uh, people homesteading in their overhauls with little or nothing underneath. And then like have like a calendar made, like, like the men of homesteading or ladies of homesteading, you know, with like, you know, cut off overhauls and like pig shit all over you and whatever, whatever, whatever uh, the, the homesteader community would find uh, extremely dramatic and uh, uh, sexy. Just kidding. Anyway, whatever. I don't know how I got on that subject, but it was a pretty cool thought anyway. Now you know where my brain goes when I sit and reflect in thought all the time. Not very good, is it? But uh, <laughs> on our homestead, you know, we're, we got a lot of action right now. We got, we got, so a week ago, no, was it a week ago or two weeks ago? I don't freaking remember. It, two weekends ago, or last weekend, yeah, that's what it was. I got a, a, a pig named Penelope. Now, we have Petunia, which we got Christmas, and we got Penelope. Uh, first, first weekend in February, right? And Penelope is a lot quieter, a lot more reserved, and just just way chill. But Petunia, who right now, I mean, we're feeding so much raw milk to, and corn and pig feed, cracked corn and pig feed. She lo- literally looks like a 55-gallon barrel with a tail and a snout. She has fat between her eyeballs right now, and her jowls are the sexiest looking jowls I've ever seen in my life. I mean, you can grab them with your hand, like if you cup your hand, like you're, you know, you're holding a beer, but you put it underneath her jaw and you can grab her jowls. That's how big they are. Totally awesome. I hope Penelope gets that big too. I mean, it really, makes me feel good. When you have fat hogs on the farm, you're living really high on the hog. So anyway, we got a, we got our pigs, you know, but but then this weekend, you know, there was there was a little bit of uh, stress on the farmstead and 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 rightly so. We we were getting a steer. You know, and when my wife has this cow named Buttercup, her milk cow. She milks her cow twice a day. She sells a ton of raw milk and she has a milk cow. So this milk cow is her baby. Those two have a relationship. They're like peas and carrots, tea and honey, coffee and cream. I mean, they're 
you can't have one without the other and the other one without the other just doesn't fit right you know so those two are are one in the same they're very extremely close so here we're getting a beef a steer six months old he's half scots highlander and half angus a pretty chill good demeanor nice mix of a breed but she was pretty worried about how all this would go on go down as soon as he got off that trailer and went in the fence and it was pretty stressful for her and luckily the the gentleman that that sold it to us was pretty good with cattle pretty nice you know and very glad that he sold it to us and he was pretty happy to sell it to us but she was a little worried and you know she had a hard time you know she put an awful lot of thought into it had a hard time sleeping and everything and can you blame her you know I mean you, you got your milk cow and you got everything dialed in the way you want it and the, and the winds of change are coming and the winds of prosperity are coming but you know there's a lot to be scared of when prosperity comes your way and a lot of change and it's not easy and this goes with anything in life you know I mean it's going to be stressful but you know a lot of times what you worry about is 99% untrue the worry worry is a down payment on a problem you're most likely not going to have and I've, I've heard that a million times but not always I mean don't get me wrong I mean don't be a dumbass and and just kind of be footloose and fancy free you know I mean you got to also kind of have shit in order if something happens too so I'm not I'm not telling you not to worry at all but that freaking steer come out the, the the gate and my biggest worry was is it going to acknowledge that poly rope is a fence and it did I mean he he freaking come tearing right out of that trailer and and he put the brakes on right away as soon as he seen that poly rope so we're happy about that big thing check right off the list my worry was done at that point but you know she was a little worried about you know if he was going to try to suck on buttercup well i don't know how well you know cattle and not all of them are like this but most of the time if a calf is not a cow's not all the time but most of the time from what i have seen they will not let anybody else suck on them they'll uh either kick them or run away or whatever you know what I mean? So she she don't let him suck. We'll put it to you that way. So we're good there. You know, we, she, he's not drinking all our precious raw milk. And um, you know what? Shit went well. And he's he's not tame, but he's taming up a little. He's getting used to our routines. He's getting used to us. He doesn't run out of the barn when we come in there anymore. He, he's kind of checking us out, you know. And he sees Buttercup, and we're handling Buttercup all the time, so that's wonderful. You know? So the winds of change on your farm are... They're always going to be happening. You're always going to be getting more. You're always going to be trying to improve. You may be getting rid of something, and you're wondering, you know, weaning a calf, or freaking putting chickens in with the other chickens, or, you know, do it the wisest way possible, but you don't have to have I mean you don't have to worry your life away about it you know what I mean so there's a lot to be thankful for and we have a lot to be thankful for and you know what 
this time we were lucky. Everything went off without a hitch, you know? So, good deal, good deal. Um, as far as the incubator goes, as you all well know, last week I filled the incubator. And uh, this week, uh, later in the week, I'm going, when the eggs were in there for seven days, I'm going to be um, candling these eggs to see if there's any blood vessels in there and seeing which eggs I'm keeping and which eggs I'm throwing. Now, in this instance, the first candling, I mean, unless I definitely, absolutely know that nothing is in there growing, I'm probably gonna keep most of the eggs in there. But I'm gonna candle, you know what I mean? So we'll, we'll keep a clear eye on this and, and look at these eggs and candle them and you know get rid of what we don't need. But uh, I'm also gonna be a little apprehensive. I'm not gonna be quick to throw eggs in the trash right away. You know what I mean? So, you know, that's something I've been thinking about a little heavily lately. And uh, the, the Nurture Right 360 uh, incubator does have a candler on the unit. It's on top of the unit. It's a little cup-shaped light that has a very strong LED in it. And that is used for candling eggs. Um, some eggs, you know, they're so dark and so thick that you're not gonna be able to candle them very well at all with this candler. I don't know if you need a more powerful one or if they're just not candleable, but um, something to keep a clear eye on. I'm just kind of looking at it like, well, I'm gonna do it and see what I come up with. Uh, when you're candling eggs, what you're looking for is blood vessels, okay? So it looks, you know like when somebody comes up to you or, or in the cartoons back in the day, they had really bloodshot eyeballs, you know, and you can see like blood vessels, you know, they almost look like lightning hitting the earth. You know, they, they kind of go a bunch of different directions or whatever. So if you see the blood vessels, something's growing. It's, it's doing what it's supposed to do. If you do not see blood vessels, uh, you also look at how much of an air sac is on top you're looking to see if there's a yolk in there. If you see a yolk, um, you know, you might, you might not have anything in there. Um, but yeah, looking for that blood vessels basically is, long story short, whether you have something or not. So think about that uh, next time you go to try candling eggs. And I, and I encourage you, when you fill the incubator, to try and candle eggs. Now, this hatching isn't for everybody. And I will tell you that right now. Hatching is not for everybody. You know why? Because you may have to deal with roosters. And in dealing with roosters, you know, some, some of you live in town. You're not able to have roosters at all. And, you know, what I found is about, out of everything I hatch, roughly 50% of everything is roosters, okay? Whether it be quail or chickens. I have no idea what the magic formula is to only get hens and, you know, identifying your chicks and sexing your chicks. I will do a pod podcast on that later um, about that. I was pretty accurate the first time I've ever done it because I did a little bit of internet research. But, um, you know, hatching isn't for everybody. When you go to the store, you're about 90% sure that you're going to get um, hens. 
when you buy chicks at the store. You know, these cockerels or whatever that they have. I mean, we we did get a cock out of the store last year that we did not want, um, who is currently uh, one of our best cocks that we have. He's a Buff Orpington rooster. His name's Captain Stud Muffin. But when we bought him, we, we just readily assumed that he was a hen because uh, we got it out of Hoover's Hatchery uh, at the, the feed store runnings. And, um, you know, we, we, you don't always get, this is one of those things, you, you don't always get, it's not 100% accurate, okay? So, and, and some of you, uh, a rooster will be a blessing to your flock, especially if you live in the country. Um, you know, there are roosters that are a wonderful blessing. I mean, especially for your self-sustainable homesteads. I mean, you can you can let them do all, get all jiggy with it and, you know, and let them romp all your hens all you want and then you'll get fertile eggs, which is a good thing, you know. Um, I certainly, that certainly holds a place. So anyway, just saying that the hatching, you know, if you're gonna, you're gonna end up with like roughly 50% roosters and that might not be for everyone. You know, you might want, you know, those of you who live in town, you might have to give away your roosters because it's illegal or whatever. Uh, to me, it's fucking stupid, but you know what? If I wasn't into homesteading or chickens and I had a rooster waking me up at 4 in the morning, yeah, yeah, I might get a little upset. So, anyway, hang in there. Keep an eye on things. And, uh, yeah, so the incubator's rolling. I got the humidity at this point in the middle of incubation is between 40 and 45 percent is where i'm keeping it it's working great so between 40 and 45 percent during the first 18 days of incubation um that's where i'm going to try to keep it uh it's called a wet hatch it's not a dry hatch dry hatch you don't really keep an eye on the humidity but uh i've had a little bit better luck just slightly better luck with a wet hatch myself um that, however, you know, I'll probably try a dry hatch later in the year and just see if uh, there's a little more to it than I did last time, you know. I don't know yet. But anyway, thank you for tuning in today. I sure appreciate it. And, you know, that incubator, you know, got her loaded up, and I'll, I'll let you know the play-by-play. As far as the homestead goes, the winds of change are already there. And uh, there's a lot to look forward to this year. Hell of a lot to look forward to this year. Anyway... Thanks a bunch, and I appreciate it. Anyway, have a good one.